this episode, we're going to talk about common sporting injuries. So, starting with the management of hyphema. It's to exclude a penetrating injury, avoid movement, no vibration, no aspirin, avoid smoking and alcohol, complete bed rest for five days, padding over the injured eye for four days, sedatives as required, beware of floaters, flashes and field defects, ophthalmic consult in a month and no sport for a month. Management of a knocked out tooth is to place the tooth in its original position. If dirty, put in milk or in mouth and wash in saliva. Don't use water. Fix tooth by moulding strong silver foil over it. Refer to dentist. If re-implanted within 30 minutes, there's a 90% chance of re-implantation. Mallet finger is ball versus fingertip. It's forced hyperflexion. Can rupture the extensor tendon onto the dorsal base. You can end up with a swan neck deformity. Treatment of mallet finger is to mallet finger is to maintain hyperextension of the distal interphalangeal joint for six weeks. Leave the pip free to flex, and use a figure eight tape and fix this. Management of 10-pin bowler thumb is 10-pin bowler thumb is a soft tissue swelling at the base of the thumb. It may cause a traumatic neuroma of the digital nerve. The treatment is rest and massage and a better bowling ball. And over time you can do intraco uh, uh, intraarticular corticosteroid injections. Game keeper's thumb is a ligament disruption at the MCP where the thumb is forced into abduction and hyperextension by a ski pole. Abduction, hyperextension. Incomplete tears, you can use a scaphoid cast, which is having the wrist in some flexion, 10 degrees of flexion, 10 degrees of ulnar deviation. Incomplete tears would need a referral. Osteitis pubis management is via NSAIDs, rest, rehab, stretching, graduated strengthening program. Ankle sprains are most commonly a forced inversion injury. If it's in the neutral position, the CFL will be torn. If it's in dorsiflexion, the PTFL will be torn. The features of grade one sprain are minimal pain and swelling, stable ankle joint, and the x-ray is normal. Features of grade 2, which is a moderate ankle sprain, is moderate to severe pain and swelling, decreased rom, bleeding, a partially unstable joint. You can have an anterior ankle draw of 4 to 14 millimeters and a tailor tilt of 10, 5 to 10 degrees. Grade 3 severe ankle sprain is where you're unable to weight bear, minimal range of motion, pronounced bruising, complete ligament rupture, anterior draw will be greater than 15 millimeters and tailor tilt be greater than 20 degrees. Ottawa ankle rules are an inability to weight bear, tenderness over the bony landmarks, lateral and medial malleolus 5 centimeters above the ankle, or a base of 5th metatarsal bony tenderness. Other indications to x-ray the ankle would be a navicular bone tenderness, crepitus on palpation or movement, litigation potential, 
marks swelling and bruising, and marks pain. The range of treatment options for ankle sprains include rice, strapping, plaster immobilization, referral, and a rocker board. Uh, concussion is interesting. So the consequences of concussion are a traumatic brain injury. Consequences of traumatic brain injury are a normal functioning definite deficit resolves in 10 to 14 hours. Normally, the functional deficit will resolve in 10 to 14 hours. Features of concussion include loss of consciousness, confusion, attention deficit, memory disturbance, and balance disturbance. So differentiating concussion from structural head injury. Structural head injury, you need a high-speed mechanism. You'll have progression of clinical features over time, persistence of symptoms beyond 14 days, and you don't do a CT of suspicion of pathology. The complications of concussion are impaired performance, cerebral edema, prolonged symptoms, depression, and cumulative cognitive defects. Tools to monitor individuals after concussion are neuropsych tests like COG-STATE or doing an MSE. And risk factors for worse outcomes in concussion are uh, symptoms, if you have a high number or long duration of concussion, signs, prolonged loss of consciousness more than one minute or amnesia, sequelae, prolonged concussive convulsions, temporal, having repeated concussions, injuries close together or recent concussions, Threshold, concussion occurring with less impact each time. If you're under 18. If you're on medication, including psychoactive drugs or anticoagulants. If you have any comorbidities, such as migraine, depression, or mental health disorders. If you behave with a dangerous style of play, or if you're involved in high-risk activity, collision sport, or contact sport. So moving on to shin pain. Shin pain can be stress reactions, stress fractures, or you know, anterior compartment syndrome. Less common causes are recurrent exertional compartment syndrome, rexy, tenosynovitis, and neurological entrapment. Rare causes of shin pain in athletes include vascular entrapment, so popliteal artery entrapment, central nervous system disorders, primary muscle disorders or tumours. So the features of bony stress reactions and fractures are pain with heel stroke, initially occurring on commencing activity. Pain disappears as the athlete warms up. Pain reappears as you cool down. Uh, pain becomes more constant as you progress and extreme levels are as nocturnal aching and daily pain constantly. Investigations of bony stress reactions or fractures are a triple phase bone scan or a plain x-ray. Management of bony stress reactions and fractures include reducing activity, impact until loading until pain resolves, six to eight week walk-run program, quality footwear and low impact exercise. Rexy is compartment syndrome manifested by medial tibial pain in the lower leg Pain of rexy come on predictably. You get tightness, which stops you running. It settles within 30 minutes of rest. Management of rexy includes deep tissue massage or fasciotomy of the 
deep tissue fasciotomy. Management of neurological entrapment involves steroid injection around the sites of neurological entrapment or neuropathic pain relief. Management of tenosynovitis includes conservative management, reducing the intensity, icing, doing biomechanical modification, using NSAIDs, and if that fails, corticosteroid injections could be used. The features of vascular entrapment in athletes includes classic cataclaudication, rapid resolution on finishing exercise, reduced pedal pulses, popliteal brewery, duplex ultrasound, and ankle brachial index post-exercise of less than 0.5. Management of vascular claudication is surgical release if symptoms are severe, noting there's a four-month recovery after this. Features of general knee injury include weight-bearing at the time, barrus of valgus stresses, impact, sound, feeling, post-injury details, knee swelling, clicking, locking, and instability. Investigations of the knee, you can do an x-ray, you can do a weight, so four x-ray views, weight-bearing AP, lateral, intercondylar, and patellofemoral views. So weight-bearing AP view, lateral view, intercondylar view, and patellofemoral view. Management of acute knee injury involves rice, icing for 15 minutes every two hours, splints and crutches for a short period, and then physio referral. Indications for orthopedic referral would include a fracture, uh, neurovascular compromise. Indications for prompt orthoreferral would be locking, an intra-articular loose body, painful or large effusion, meniscal tear, instability, ACL rupture, or a persisting antalgic gait.